NFL playoffs started this weekend, and we're going to break this whole thing wide open, just like Alan Hearn's ankle. Good afternoon, and welcome to the podcast. I'm Nick Drago. Coming up after the break, we got a lot of NFL stuff to talk about. We got Alabama Clemson's coming up this week, and a big NBA coach was fired, plus Yankees making moves in the MLB free agency. Fans, you're not going to want to miss this one. Sports, sports, sports starts now. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Sports 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 Podcast with me. <clears throat> I'm your host, Nick Drago. I apologize, I'm in a little hoarse. I was just down at a bar watching the Eagles game, and if you saw how it ended, you'd understand why I'm a little bit hoarse. It was an exciting time, I'm not going to lie. <clears throat> For those of you new to the show, welcome. Like I said, we are the Sports 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 Podcast. We want to give you the quick and dirty recap of everything that happened this weekend in the sports world by giving you some insight on what happened and what's going to happen this coming week. So, NFL football has been rip-roaring crazy. We had quite a quite a good weekend of games, I have to say. Um, where should we start? Let's start with the Colts and the Texans. So this was Saturday. Colts won 21-7. Two touchdowns for Andrew Luck. Deshaun Watson, 235 yards. But, man, they just couldn't get it done. And, listen... I can admit when I'm wrong. I was wrong about this game. Somehow, Texas defense, it the they just had nothing. Houston just couldn't keep it together. The Colts won out offensively. Marlon Mack, 148 yards rushing. Nice work there. The other game was the Cowboys and the Seahawks. This was an exciting one. I did not enjoy watching Dak Prescott or the Cowboys win, but hey, they got there with just minutes to go. Russell Wilson throws a touchdown to uh, to Tyler Lockett. Right, Lockett. By the way, he had 120 yards on the day. So he throws this touchdown. Or was it? I don't think it was Lockett who had it. Either way, either way, they score seconds to go. Right. S- Seattle now. They're going for the onside kick. And man, that might be the worst onside kick I've ever seen in my life. Now, granted, it's not an easy move to make, but this guy just punted it right to the Cowboys. Game ended right then and there. What I did find interesting was the strategy for the, for the Seahawks in this one. They lost Janikowski to a just awful-looking uh, hamstring injury. Um, and so they basically... They had to live without a kicker. No field goals, all touchdowns, all two-point conversions. And I got to say, the strategy was kind of fun to watch. Uh, Listen, I give them all the credit in the world, but once again, I was wrong on this one too. The Cowboys held it together. Seattle looked a lot more than than just a one-dimensional team. Ezekiel Elliott, he had 137 yards and a touchdown. Um, And Dak, man, hey, Dak gets them a, a playoff win. So much more than, than, uh, I think he has more playoff wins now than Tony Romo. Just saying. Uh, Moving on to today's game. Chargers and Ravens. Now, can we talk about Lamar Jackson? How does this guy still have a job? 
Anybody who's listened to my show know that knows that I am a huge Lamar Jackson hater. The dude wants to be everything that the Ravens' offense is. Literally has the most carries, most rushing yards, most passing yards, most touchdowns. He literally wants to be the guy. But guess what? When you're passing, when you're making 14 completions on 29 attempts in the playoffs against the Chargers, you're not going to go anywhere. I, I mean, honestly, you have a Pro Bowl quarterback sitting on the bench just waiting to play. He's fully recovered. Joe Flacco is ready to go. And you stick with Lamar Jackson. Honestly, Baltimore, I don't know what else I could say about this. I mean, yeah, they had the the late comeback, but really they had two touchdowns, both in the fourth quarter. Um, they They held the Chargers to... The Chargers are arguably one of the best teams in the league, and I think they held them to... 160 passing yards. That's it. To- total yards, it was one... Let's see here. A little over 200. That was it. And they blew it. A, a skilled quarterback would have won that game. Joe Flacco would have won that game. But guess what? Chargers are moving on to the next round. Uh, the other game, this was the, the game I, I was just talking about, the Eagles and the Bears. And so the Chargers, by the way, that was the only game I was right about. I was right about the Chargers. I was right about Lamar Jackson. So put that in your pocket and enjoy it. Uh, the other game is the Eagles and the Bears. And this was this was, oh, this was was number three for me that I was incorrect about. Um, the Bears just couldn't put it together. The young team, Trubitsky... He didn't look too bad. 303 yards, one touchdown. Um, Jordan Howard, who was the, he was the leading rusher for the game. Nobody could get the rushing game started. Even Allen Robinson, he had 139 yards and a touchdown too. So this game really came down to the wire, right? It was 15, it was 15 to 10. And uh, Eagles score with a few seconds left. The Bears get it. They start marching downfield. So now it's, it's 16-15, right? The Bears, the Bears put in their kicker. They're going to go kick for a field goal. Easy, easy field goal. Could have easily been made. Parkey comes up. By the way, Parkey is tied for the most missed field goals. Tied for second. Second most missed field goals in the NFL. Philly ices him. And then he misses the field goal. The Bears, done. Parkey... That guy, he's he's not getting a job in Chicago anytime soon. Um, <clears throat> you know, I always like to say, like, Nick Foles for the Eagles never has to buy a dinner or drink or anything in the city of Philadelphia. Parky, his prices for meals are going to double, maybe triple. Eagles move on, Bears go down, and that leaves us with some interesting matchups for next week. So first off, 4.30 on Saturday, you got the Colts and you got Kansas City. Then you have Dallas and L.A. That's at 8.15. And on Sunday, 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 you got the Chargers taking on New England. That's at 1.05 p.m. Eagles in New Orleans, they're at 4.40 on Sunday. So who do we got in these games? Who am I going for? Clearly, I was so right about everything this week. <clears throat> that was sarcasm, folks. I was terribly, terribly wrong. However... Colts and Chiefs, I'm going with the Colts in this one, okay? 
Again, the Chiefs are not the same team without Kareem Hunt. They don't know. They they just their rushing game looks terrible. Yeah, and oh, and they they um they let up usually about 26, 26 They average twenty six points per game for an opponent. They allow twenty six point six points per game for an opponent. That's like three touchdowns for Andrew Luck. That's a big game for the Colts. Um, Chiefs let up a lot of points. They don't have much of a running game. The Colts seem to be red hot right now. I'm going with Indy. I'm going with Indy in this one. It's going to be a shocker. And, and I know I sound like uh, I sound like Jorge Pajares, who, who earlier in the season said it would be Colts and Patriots in the divisional round um, on our show. And you know what? That's looking fairly likely right now. I'm sorry, not the divisional round, in the uh, the championship, in the AFC championship game. Going with the Colts. Uh, the Chargers, not the Chargers, I'm sorry, the Rams and the Cowboys, keeping the LA dream alive. Oh, this one's tough to see. Cowboys just barely beat Seattle. The Rams are a good team. I got to say, they got their number two in, in, as far as yards per game. You got Todd Gurley out there. You got Goff out there. And you got a nasty defense. I think the Rams are going to crush the Cowboys on this one. Sorry. But Dak and Elliott and um, you got Dak, Elliott. Who's who's their big guy? Oh, Amari, Amari Cooper. I apologize. My nose. Man, my nose is super itchy. I just keep scratching this thing. Hashtag scratching my nose. All right. I'm going with the Rams. The Rams to beat the Cowboys. Not just because I do not enjoy watching the Cowboys win, because I think the Rams are a better team. Moving on, Chargers, Patriots. This is going to be one of the big games of the playoffs. If somehow, some way, Philip Rivers is locked in right now. Okay. Um, and granted, yeah, the Chargers have not beaten the Patriots in since 2008 was the last time that happened. But I don't care. I think it's time. I think for the first time in 10 years. You're going to see the Chargers beat the Patriots. Um, like I said, I mean, Tom Brady all year, just he hasn't been playing that great. Um, yeah, they, they have the bye week. Yeah, they're the best team out there. Um, and yeah, I really shouldn't count this guy out. But I got to do it. I think the Chargers are going to win. So we'll have LA. And then the last game is Eagles and Saints. It's... <laughs> You know what? I said no contests in the last one. The Bears are going to crush the Eagles. No contest. Maybe I'm going to I'm going to elevate that thought. I think the Eagles would put on a better show than I a better show than I expected them to against the Saints. I think they're going to put up the same amount of effort they did this week. They're going to hold Saint the Saints back. But overall, I think New Orleans has this one. I'm still picking New Orleans to win the Super Bowl. I but we're going to see what happens. I mean, they're a complete team. The Eagles had some bad moves. Foles did have two interceptions today. Um, and they they won it. They really won this game off of pure luck. Yeah, I mean, icing the kicker means something, but it's pure luck. I apologize for those watching our, our YouTube channel. They're just watching me, like, scratch my nose like crazy here. I don't know. Maybe it's too much cocaine today. All right, before, <laughs> before we move on. We're going to talk about uh, talk about the college football playoffs. That's right. The final game is tomorrow. This is round 
four of Alabama-Clemson. The last four years now, they have met in the postseason. In 2016, Alabama, they defeated Clemson 45-40 in the championship game. Clemson got their revenge a year later, 35-31, and then last season in the Sugar Bowl, so the semifinals, Alabama beat Clemson 24-6. By that logic, you'd think, well, it went Alabama, Clemson, Alabama, so Clemson, it's their turn, right? No. I'm sorry. For the first time in as long as I can remember, Alabama has a solid quarterback in Tua. Obviously, their defense is amazing. Obviously, their run game is amazing. But I I really think that this is the best Alabama team I I can remember seeing in a long time. Uh, Clemson's good. Don't get me wrong. But um, they're just not good enough. Not happening. Let's go with Alabama. All right, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to take a short break. I started singing in my last the bonus episode uh, from earlier this weekend. So I thought I'd try it again. Didn't work. I don't know. It wasn't bad. It could be worse. All right. When we return, NBA, uh, NBA talk, big name coach was fired this weekend, this very day. So we got to talk about that. And then uh, NHL hockey, Rip Roaring, one team in particular, has nine straight victories. Mm-hmm. I bet you can guess which one I'm going to talk about. And then, uh, and then we'll talk some MLB free agency after, uh, after all of that. So stick with us because sports, sports, sports will be right back. and your PSLs ready, because you're going to need them. I have to say, both of those companies have really good branding. I mean, who, who doesn't want that for their own company? We here at Sports 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 are looking for the same like-minded companies who want to grow their brands by advertising through us. Want to be involved? It's easy. Just email us at sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. Again, that's sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. Right now, we're offering free advertising on our show, so please shoot us a message and take advantage of this offer. Okay, that's all I have to say. Let's get back to the show. League MVP, Defensive Player of the Year. Now it's time to add to your resume, NBA champion. How does that sound? Man, I'm so, I'm so hyped right now. Anything's possible. Anything's possible! And welcome back to the show. Basketball. That's that game where you take the big orange thing and you put it in the net thing. A lot of excitement going on there. You know, fans of the show will always tell you that uh, I'm more interested in what goes on off the court than what goes on on the court because, honestly, to me, basketball games are just annoying. Annoying. They're, they can be kind of boring. Everything ends in the last four minutes. You can watch the last four minutes of the game and know exactly what happened throughout the whole thing. No, it's the off-the-court stuff that I find really interesting. But why don't we talk about what happened in some of these games this weekend. The first, the Nugs beat New Orleans 123-110. to 
uh, 39 points by Nikola Jokic. Mm, I shouldn't pronounce any names. All right, the Jazz get a win over the Pistons, 110-105. Barry Griffin, he had a double-double, 34 points, 10 rebounds. The Sixers, 106 points versus the Mavericks, 100. Double, uh, Triple-double for Ben Simmons, 20 points, 14 rebounds, 11 assists. The Pelicans... Pelicans, they get a win 133-98, much needed for this squad. The Raptors, they get a win over the Bucks 123-16. That was huge. You're talking two number one teams. I mean, they're not that they're both number one, but, you know, two teams that are, you know, going for the top spot in the Eastern Conference. Uh, in the Eastern Conference. So the Raptors came out on top of this one. Their record right now is 29 and 12 with the Bucks 27 and 11. We'll talk more about the standings in a moment. Spurs 108 to 108 to 88 versus the Grizzlies. Um, <clears throat> apparently a, a roaming pigeon made its way onto the court. That was actually kind of funny. You should totally check out the highlights of that. Uh, the Trailblazers, they beat the Rockets 110 to 101. The Rockets, even though James Harden had 38 points, the rest of the team was playing blindfolded like they were in bird box. Uh, the Warriors 127 to 123. Of course, Warriors getting another win there. Nets and Bulls, this game was today. Nets won 117 to 100. Wizards, they crushed the Thunder 116 to 98. Thunder just, they just looked like a total mess out there. West, Westbrook, he had a triple-double, 22 points, 15 rebounds, and 13 assists. Right now, the Raptors are crushing the Pacers, 105-92. We're in the fourth. Uh, Hornets and Suns in probably a disgustingly, terribly low-scoring game. It's currently, Suns are on top, 68-65. I'm hoping the Suns win because I want the Knicks to have the lowest pick in the draft or the highest pick in the draft with the lowest record, but... I digress. Timberwolves, they win 108-86 over the Lakers. Clippers, they get a win 106-96 over the Magic. And then the Hawks beat the Heat 108-92. John Collins for Atlanta, he had 13 points, 13 rebounds. That, my friend, is double-double. All right, let's look at the standings. Right now in the West, in the East, even though the Raptors beat them, the Bucks are on top with half a game. Then below them, you got the Raptors. The Pacers, who look great. Six wins in a row. They're 8-2 and two in their last 10. Then you got the 76ers, who they look good. They've won their last three. They're 7-3 and three for their last 10, but they're having some off-the-court issues. Jimmy Butler, he uh, he's not playing along with the game plan right now. Even Embiid is not playing along with the game plan because... Embiid's being played too much as a center, and Butler isn't getting enough chances on the pick and roll. So both of them are ticked off, not getting along. I think Butler's ending up, he's going to walk away from the 76ers after this season. I'm calling it now. Let's call it right now. Unless something great happens, like they win a championship. But uh, we'll see. The Celtics, they're, uh, they're at 23-15. and 15. Then you got number six place is the Heat, 19-19. And then the Nets, 20 and 21. The Hornets, 18 and 20. And my God, what happened to the Pistons? 
They lost they lost seven of their last ten games. They've dropped out of playoff contention. The Magic are 17 and 22. The Wizards are 15 and, and 24. And the Knicks won a game this weekend. They're 10 and 29. They need to be losing, not winning. Darn it. Now they're two they're two of their last eight. Cavaliers, they are just awful, awful team looking right now. They're in last place. Alright, moving in. Oh, and if I didn't mention your team, it's because they're that bad. Moving into the uh, the West. Nugs are on top, 26 and 11. Then the Thunder. I know I said the Thunder looked bad tonight, but lately they have been crushing it. They're 25 and 13. The Warriors are 26 and 14. They're a game and a half behind first place. Then you have the Clippers, the Rockets, who skyrocketed. I know that was lame, but I had to say it. Rockets made their way up there. Spurs made their way in sixth place. Uh, they're both playing really strong. And then uh, the Trailblazers, they're in seventh. And the Lakers are starting to drop. How soon until LeBron loses his stuff? They're three for their... They've won three of their last ten games. Three and seven. Not good. Jazz, meanwhile, starting to pick it up. They're six and four in their last ten. And then you got the Kings, Thunderwolves. <laughs> the Thunderwolves! That is has to be the greatest team name ever. Timberwolves, change your name, please. I want to go see the Minnesota Thunderwolves next season. You got the Grizzlies, Mavericks, Pelicans, and then dead last is the Suns. Things are really shaping up right now. In both divisions, you have a lot of teams that are pushing in and out, and that's usually how it goes in the NBA. A lot of log jamming going on. All right, while we're on the subject of my new favorite team named the Thunderwolves, I will officially be calling the Timberwolves that forever until they change their name. Uh, in all reality, though, the team has uh, fired head coach Tom Thibodeau. Uh, he has been with the team for three seasons. He coached them to 97 wins and 107 losses. Believe it or not, he is tied for second most in team history. He's tied with Rick Adelman. Um, Minnesota, they traded Jimmy Butler. They've been 15-12 and 12 since that trade. They opened the season 4-9. So they were looking better, but... And, and they've been playing shot-handed. Robert Covington hasn't been playing. Derek Rose hasn't been playing. But this team is Bills 2.0. What that means is they basically took all of Thibodeau's favorite players from the Bulls. Did I say Bills? My God, what is wrong with me today? This is Bulls 2.0. He took all his favorite players from the Bulls, Jimmy Butler and Derrick Rose and uh, Joakim Noah, I think. Did they end up taking Joakim Noah? I don't even remember. We talked about this a while ago. Either way, this team's not built for success. Yeah, you have Carl Anthony Towns. That's great. Put some actual pieces around the man if you want to win. Thibodeau's done. He's gone. He'll end up somewhere at some point. Somebody's going to want him. He had some success at some points. I need to stop saying the word some and stop using the word S, the letter S, in all of my statements. What do you say? Should we talk about hockey? Good old hockey. It's one of my favorite sports. Bunch of Canadians on the ice just hitting each other. Yeah, I'm down with that. All right, the Flyers, they lost to the Flames in overtime. Brody had the final goal to put them on top three to two. Uh, this was on Saturday. The Wild beat the Senators, uh, the four to three. The Brew Crew, two goals by Wagner and Bacchus. 
Got them the 2-1 to one victory over the Sabres. That's a much-needed victory. The Sabres are in that playoff hunt. Just like I'm in the, my nose right now, scratching this mother. Maple Leafs, they get a win 5 nothing over the Canucks. Uh, the Predators win 4-1 to one over the Canadians. Two goals by Smith. Uh, Jones with an overtime goal in the Blue Jackets-Panthers game. Panthers win. Uh, Panthers do not win. No, they do not. No, no, no. The Blue Jackets win 4-3. Islanders, they win 4-3 over the Blues. Thanks to Eberle and Boyhuck. Does he mean Boychuck? Totally means Boychuck. That's a typo. Boyhuck <laughs> helps, helps rally the Islanders for the win 4-3. The Kings, they get a win over the Oilers, 4-0. And the Sharkies, they win over the Lightning, 5-2. Ending that massive point streak that the Lightning have been boasting about for the last few weeks. All right, the Penguins, they are currently beating the Blackhawks 2-1. Uh, if they win, it'll be their ninth straight victory. So good luck to the Penguins. That actually is not right. It's actually 3-2. Uh, to two. Penguins still in the lead. Uh, the Oilers beat the Duckies 3-0, or they're winning against the Duckies, sorry, 3-0. Some games who have act that have actually ended today. Hurricanes beat the Senators, that's their fourth straight win, 5-4. Coyotes, they get a win over the Rangers, 5-0, shut out. The Golden Knights continue playing hot. Uh, they win 3-2 over the Devils. And then, um... Capitals, they got a win over the Red Wings, 3-2. Jets win over the Stars, 5-1. Let's look at those standings. So, we're looking at the Atlantic the Atlantic uh, division. Obviously, Tampa Bay is on top. I mean, this team's just been phenomenal. They have 66 points. 10 points below them is the Maple Leafs at 56. And then you got the Bruins at 52, right? Wild card teams right now. You have one Buffalo Sabres would be the wild card team for the Atlantic because in the Metro, the Islanders have been playing well enough. They've won six straight games. They're nine and one in their last 10. They're playing that well that they're in that second wild card slot right now. The other teams for the Metro, obviously you have the Capitals on top at 54, Penguins with 52, and these two have been kind of back and forth the last couple days. And then you have at 51, you have the Blue Jackets. So three teams all within three points of first place. Uh, expect the Metro to get crazy. The Penguins, like I said, huge win streak right now. The uh, The Hurricanes are on a win streak themselves, but um, they're only at 43 points. Moving into the West, you got the Jets on top at 54, then the Predators at 53, and the Avalanche at 48. Preds and Jets, they've also been going back and forth, but... Uh, Predators, they they just haven't been looking that great lately. They really haven't. Um, moving into the Pacific, you got the Flames, the Golden Knights, now tied with them, six straight victories. They've only lost once in regulation in their last 10 games. And then you got the Sharkies at 53. And then your wild card teams right now would be the Stars, and you'd have the Ducks. So the NHL playoffs are going to get a little bit crazy. And while we're talking NHL playoffs, why don't we try to take a peek at some of the stats right now. Kucherov crushing it at 69 points. He's on pace for 130, which is huge. That's what the NHL was expecting when they dropped the uh, the size of the goalie pads this year. 
So he's got 69 points. Right behind him is Miko Rantanen for Colorado. And then McKinnon also in Colorado. They both have 65 and 63 respectively. Goals, Alex Ovechkin with 30. Shocker, Jeff Skinner behind him with 28. And then John Tavares at 27. And then uh, nobody cares about plus minus. Marc-Andre Fleury, he has the most wins right now at 24. Good for you, Fleury. Love that guy. Love him. All right, why don't we take a break? We'll come back. We'll talk baseball, and then we'll wrap this whole thing up in a cute little bow. So what are you doing here? Go take a commercial break. See ya. It's Schultz working it back in deep. Fresh from the bench, it's Crosby. Crosby on two minutes and seconds. Are your briefs too stretchy? Well, now they don't have to be with stiff pants. Now with only 45% chance of impotence. Okay, that's a pretty bad advertisement. You know what would work better here, though? Your own ad. Nick Drago here again, offering you a piece of the action right here, right now. The best part is, it could be anything you want it to be. No, Pete, that's not the best part. How could I forget the best part? The best part is I'm offering free ad space. So, if you have a product you want me to endorse, please email us at sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. It won't cost you a dime, and I'll be waiting patiently at my computer. Here's the 0-1. This is going to be a tough play. Bryant, the Cubs win the World Series! Bryant makes the play! It's over! And welcome back to the show. Let's talk baseball. So it seemed for the last few weeks that the big name free agents were all set in stone. Excuse me while I scratch my nose again. I swear it's going to be red like Rudolph tomorrow. Uh, The big name free agents were all set in stone, right? Bryce was going to L.A. Machado was going to New York. Uh, and and that was basically that. But things have changed. The Nationals are asked, are willing to give Bryce Harper a massive, over $300 million contract. Is he worth it? I mean, he wasn't batting over 300 this year. He really wasn't that great of a player. Not living up to the cal- caliber he could be. Yeah, he won the MVP award once. whoop de doo Basil. This team hasn't made it. They haven't won a single playoff series with him. Why Why waste all of that money? And, and after all of this, he still has been talking about leaving. Why even throw him that contract? Say goodbye and send him on his merry way. Uh, honestly, I still don't see Bryce re-signing with the Nationals, but they've moved into front-runner status. Him and the, them and the Dodgers. We'll see what happens. Machado, I still think Yankees. Um, but right now, the only team that's submitted an offer to him is the White Sox, and it's apparently a pretty decent offer. Um, Yankees also just signed Troy Tulowitzki and said he's playing shortstop, which is where they would want Machado to play. But that's all. For all we know, they're just kind of just smoking mirrors. They're trying to throw us all the trail. The Yankees did sign Zach Breton this week. That was a huge move because he was one of the top three 
uh, relievers on the market. The other two is um, Adovino and Craig Kimbrell. Right now, Yankees are pushing hard to get Adovino too. Still going to assemble. They're still going to have one of the best uh, um, reliefing core in Major League Baseball, right? Think about this. You could pull a pitcher out in the fifth inning. You'd have Chad Green, right? You'd have Adovino, Betances, Britton, and then put in Araldus Chapman and send this whole thing home. Not a bad, not a bad looking group, am I right? Uh, so Yankees relieving core, you gotta watch out for them because they're gonna be nasty. If they do do that, what are the Red Sox gonna do? Are they gonna try and compete? Are they gonna maybe think about signing Craig Kimbrell for that six-year, ridiculous million-dollar contract? It's a possibility. They're going to want to keep up with the Joneses. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Uh, lately, some Kluber talks between the Tribe and Los Angeles. He might be moving out west. We'll see how it goes. And, uh, yeah, I think that's all I got for baseball. All right, why don't we wrap this thing up? Listen, if you enjoyed the show, find us on Facebook, SoundCloud, YouTube, or Twitter. Tweet, tweet. I use all of those sites. Just type in Sports 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 with Nick Drago or at Sports 3X Podcast. Special thanks today, of course, to the lovely and talented Johanna Drago. She is my wife. She is also the logo designer, the um, set designer, and she is our content editor as well. Special thanks to uh, Mary Kay Albert, uh, Joe Calabro. Uh, they're always liking our stuff on Facebook. Uh, by the way, our NFL playoff special, I just want to say thank you to the 4,000 fans who saw that on Facebook. 4,000 fans. That is... I, I really have to say thank you to all of those folks who enjoyed listening to me talk. Um... What else? The, the the music for this podcast is a song called Golden Sunrise. Link to that website to uh, by Josh Woodward. A link to his website can be found in our show notes. Sorry, Josh. And then um, I think that's all I have to thank people for today. Listen, I'm going to be in Florida next week. Am I leaving you high and dry? No. But our podcast is going to have to be a little different. Uh, I'm basically going to go to you live from Florida just to talk about all the NFL stuff going on. So why don't you tune in, find our Facebook page. Like I said, go to Facebook, type in one of two things, either at Sports 3X Podcast or Sports 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 with Nick Drago. Find that blue logo. It's got a star and it says Sports Sports Sports. That's us. Like the page, subscribe to the page, whatever, live video. And uh, we'll obviously put that up on Facebook and then um, we'll go from there. All right. Well... If you'll excuse me, I'm going to go blindfold myself and do a bunch of ridiculous tasks, just like that chick from Bird Box. What's her name? I'm just kidding. I love Sandy B. Everybody does. <laughs> All right, friends, family, and acquaintances, thank you for tuning in this week. This is the Sports 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 Podcast. I am out. Email us, sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. Like, share, follow, comment, tweet. I don't know all of that stuff. I'm losing it, man. I'm done for tonight. See ya. Good night.